0: This is Tanner from Shadow of the Cabal, and you are listening to the Redemption Podcast. I have altered this podcast. Pray I do not alter it any further. Proud member of the RPG Academy Network. This is Redemption, an actual play podcast set in the Star Wars role-playing game system. With Chris Berlue as the GM in the droid R3A1. I don't know where she is. I don't keep track of her. Andy Fox as the mysterious Duros Isla Zarla. How judgmental are Jedi normally? Kaylee Young as the Twi'lek Jedi Knight, Corell.
1: Not really all that normal, if you haven't
2: gathered that by now.
0: And Michael Waldschlager II as the Duro's pilot, Tazi.
2: Anyway, yeah, no, no, the ship is fine, we're fine, everything's fine.
0: Episode 415, Lessons of the Past. As the crew prepares to leave the Republic fleet, their malevolent medical droid gives Tazi some knowledge about Isla's past. What will he and Corell do with this information? And why is Tazi's name
2: welded into the hull plates? Are you saying that she was just exposed to that gas, or she was exposed to the gas 12 years ago? 12 years ago, Master. But no, what's causing the problem now, though? I believe that somehow her brain is resisting the gas. No, no, it, it's resisting what? Uh, okay, uh, you know what? I'll, I'll come down. I'll, uh, I'll be down in just a minute. Yes, Master. So apparently, um. That was D four. Isla was exposed to some kind of gas twelve years ago, and that's why she's got memory issues.
1: Okay. Well, uh, I mean, that's great. That's more than Kale could figure no, out.
2: I, yeah, but I don't know. Apparently, she's her brain is fighting the gas. I don't know. I'm gonna go down and I'm gonna go down and check on her. Uh, can you just finish up up here? Well, it's gonna be two thirds of the work is already done, so it shouldn't be that hard.
1: Uh, th- I mean, it's probably gonna be a few more hours. We're probably spaceworthy, but you know, there's
2: I, don't want, I wouldn't so take probably, her into combat. You say probably spaceworthy. Well,
1: we're airtight. But I mean, okay, if a blaster hits it, the whole the whole pole plate's going to shatter.
2: Uh, look, Corell, do what you can. If you gotta call A1 in to help, I know he could give you maybe an assist on some of this stuff to make it faster. You know, I don't know. A one But I mean we just I want the ship ready to go when we're ready to launch. Okay, that's when it's gonna we- be as soon as we figure out what's going on with Isla okay they do have an entire med bay here if you i mean they're a little
1: busy from yeah, the they're combat a little busy. but i mean if
2: they're they a little busy they're a little busy and we aren't gonna be a priority so I'd rather have d4 take a look at her and we can get go- we can get moving
1: all right will you send a1 up he's not responding to me yelling
2: if I if I see him inside I'll send him up why I don't guess you I reach out comm? yeah
1: that's probably a good idea All right, I'm gonna go down I don't know why I didn't think of that
2: just you know, just do your best and hurry a1 uh yeah where are you
0: uh, on the. This- ship i'm helping them solve a small computer issue
1: they have okay well can you get back here pretty quick isla apparently the camera sees Carl make finger quotes taught Tazi how to weld oh yeah so the hour and a half they spent welding d- yeah um they made more holes than they patched so while we're airtight we're not very structurally sound i'm gonna need some help to get this together before we have to leave Okay, thanks. Carl goes back to welding. All right.
2: Camera
0: cuts over to Tazi coming back in the med bay.
2: All right. Give me the skinny. What's going on? Twelve years ago, she was exposed to some gas, and now her brain is fighting back. That's what I'm understanding.
0: Yes, master. It would be very difficult for anyone else to notice this, but I understand where the source came from.
2: No, oh, of course, because you were working at the lab that it probably happened at. Yes, Master. I
0: was involved with developing this gas. This was based on an idea by the Huntress. Master Plagueis developed this gas. It can affect memories. It was designed, after the experiment, to reintroduce people back into society
2: in a controlling way,
0: I believe the Master would say.
2: Alright, so, so wait, the gas is... the gas... Of the Huntress? Who is the Huntress? My memory
0: banks only have reference to her working for Darth Plagueis as one of his collectors. I unfortunately do not have any visual records, as Master Plagueis would not allow me to be seen with his associates.
2: collectors
0: Yes, Master. She was responsible for bringing subjects for the
2: experiment. Like a hunter? Yes. We will need to talk about this later in detail. D4, um...
0: I will provide you with all the information that is in my memory banks, Master. I do believe she will recover shortly. She seems to be stabilizing.
2: Very good. Um, I'll I'll tell you what, D4. Um, I don't know that I'll be in the mood to talk. Uh, Can you, can you, like, compile all this into a data file for me? Yes, Master. All the information that you can recall regarding this gas, the experiment, all the stuff you were talking about. I'll, I'll read through it a little later. Yes, master. And just send that data file to, to me, please. Just send it to me. I'll 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 give it to Isla in, in good time. Right away. Thanks.
0: All right. Well, I think there's a little montage with A1 rolling up and A1 and Krell working on the ship. And then camera cuts over to Tazi pacing and waiting patiently. Uh, after a little while, Tazi, your comm goes off. Yeah. Yeah. D4. Go ahead. Master. Isla is regaining consciousness.
2: Oh, good. I'll I'll, I'll be in it in a moment. And Tazi like kind of he straightens his like his jacket a bit, and like kind of tries to like look like he's not concerned. Like kind of try to put a, a a very calm face on. Okay. And yeah. he'll uh, he'll walk into the room.
0: Isla, you are slowly waking up. Almost like you had a really good
2: night's sleep. Hey hey hey. Uh. Hey hey, let me relax. It's okay. You're, you're good. You're safe.
3: Ugh. Amara. And I open my eyes. Her name is Amara, Tazi.
2: Who, who Who's Amara? The
3: Zexos. His wife's name is Amara. How
2: do you know that? You I remember?
3: You yes. I mean, she doesn't, which could be a problem.
2: What, what, do you, what do you mean she doesn't remember?
3: I... I don't remember bringing her to the lab, but... But I I didn't want to be a part of it anymore. No, and no,
2: hold on, hold on. She
3: hold she on. was there with her daughter. R- and relax. Her daughter. I mean, it was just.
2: It's 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 fine. Hey 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 hey. <gasps> hey, it's okay. You're you're safe. You're fine. That was that was just a dream. It was just a it was a dream you were having.
3: Oh, it wasn't.
2: Hey, no. Hey, it's okay. It was me. Tazzy will like kind of like bend down into the bed and like kind of put his arms around her and hold her. Uh, hold isla uh, it's um uh, it's 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 okay it's okay d four said that you may be getting some memories back um apparently your 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 brain is fighting uh against this exposure to a gas that you may have had and that yeah, that
3: i all of those people in those cages Tazi. what i i did that
2: you you did you did what <laughs> what did you
3: I put them there for him.
2: Put them. For, so wait, you?
3: I, wait, I were brought you, them for Darth Pelagus.
2: Wait, you to were To
3: experiment on.
2: You were the huntress.
3: Yes. How? How did you know that? That's. That's what he called me.
2: D D four has information in his memory banks about the experiments that you were running.
3: No, I didn't. I didn't run the experiments. I just brought.
2: Well, according to D four, the gas was was the huntress's idea.
3: Well, it as a fail safe. It was a fail safe. Uh,
2: yeah, it, it, you know it's it's <laughs> Oh okay. <my> God. <laughs> It's okay. It's okay. You're 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 here, you're safe. That was then. That was that was a different you. Just it's okay. You don't you know, cry, feel it. It's okay to feel it. It's fine. Just let it out. Let it out. It's
3: okay. Almost everyone in that room? I was responsible for bringing them to him. And and uh, I was responsible for their death, but not Amara. I got I got her out. You, you, her and her daughter.
2: You released them.
3: No, I I, they they came with me to my ship. I just I couldn't anymore, and I knew, that if I, if I stopped to think or if I I hesitated, that Blakus would figure it out. I mean, he was such a strong forced user, and so I had to act, and I did. And I released everyone, ran to my ship with Amara and Jasmine, but the gas got to us. The gas? And-
2: this is The gas that took your memories?
3: Yeah. And would have also probably caused a massive explosion in the storage unit under the lab. All of those people would have died because I had to well, get out.
2: Well, uh, well no, no all, those, all those people would have died regardless of you. The whoever this Plagueis person is, they obviously had plans that would have been put in place regardless of if you were there or not. If it wouldn't, you if it wasn't you, it would have been somebody else.
3: And she didn't remember anything. Uh, I had done something to my ship. I had prepared. I, I, I had a protocol, the Naos Three protocol, because I knew at some point I was going to have to use it.
2: What? Wait. What's the? What's the Naos? It was Three Protocol. What are, what are you talking about?
3: Ev- everything was a lie. I don't remember my parents. I, I put fake memories. I programmed, fake memories to protect myself. But the gas would have wiped away everything, all of my real ones, and they wiped away all of Amara's. But with the protocol on the ship, I didn't. I didn't program anything for anybody else. So when I, came to, I just thought. I just thought I had a heavy night of drinking, and didn't remember, you know, one night. That's not a big deal. And I thought I remembered everything else. I, I, I but then it, it shifted when I got to Naos Three, and I started remembering, just being there forever, and a, a father who never existed. But Amara,
2: so Amara where Amara just where, soldiered
3: on. She where,
2: where, where did you leave Amara and her child?
3: No do, they do you remember?
2: Left,
3: they left me. I gave them my ship. On I Naos 3? Yeah. I was gonna stay there, I was gonna strike it rich. And I was there for years.
2: Alright, so if but if they were at Naos three then they would have had to file a flight plan before they left the port. So the port would have had records of your ship. Ooh. I mean we had to file a flight plan before we left. Yes. Okay, so maybe we can maybe we can reach out to them, you know, once we're clear of this mess. And see if they know where your ship went. Or at least the direction it was going.
3: It's going to be next to impossible to track my but, ship.
2: But, I mean, I, I, I don't...
3: I, I mean, that was part of the point of it.
2: Well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, do you want... I mean, it, it's good that you remember these things, obviously. Because, I mean, that's your past. And it's part of that blank or that block that's... Maybe that's going away. But, um, I mean, do you really... Do you want... Are you trying to find them? I mean, this guy tried well, to kill they you.
3: are now. I... I have to find them. I have to give them their life back. I mean, the little girl. I mean, she. she's not a little girl anymore. She was, I don't know, five, maybe?
2: Well, I'm...
3: Uh, it's been at least ten years.
2: But if, yes, you could give them their memory back, but at the same time, it's been so long. They've obviously forged an, an, a new life by now. Uh, maybe better than their old life I mean we don't know I mean it's I mean do you uh, maybe maybe you should rest on this a little bit I know you just woke up but like why don't you get some food think about it a little bit you know it's yes giving someone closure is good but if you don't know that you needed closure you know could could you inadvertently make things worse for them I, I, don't, I don't know it's just something to think about so let's it's been a, a trying time let's let's relax a little bit i'm gonna get you something to eat i'll bring you back some some broth or something light and and just relax here and if you want to go back to your quarters we can do that too you don't have to stay yes. here in the med bay the med bay is certainly not that comfortable
3: yeah i yeah no i i can't can come you on, get one one d4 away from me
2: yeah i will come on let <sighs> here take take my arm Let's go. I'll get you back to your quarters. I'll get you tucked in and and uh you can rest you can rest there, okay? Come on. And and Tazi will kind of come back from the the holding and the hug and just kind of hold out his arm to you to to take to help out of bed. Uh Tazi will help Isla back to her chambers and kind of help her lay and kind of get her tucked in a little bit and comfortable and uh as he's coming out, he'll stop D4 at the door. Um Go back to the medbay. She'll be fine. She is remembering things about her experiences and you, your presence, is going to make that more difficult for her to process.
0: I understand.
2: Um, Go back to the med bay. Compile that data file for me. You did fine. Thank you. Thank you for monitoring her and, and making sure she was safe. Master? Yes.
0: While she was talking, I was accessing my memories, and I believe I have memories of the incident she is referring to. If it helps, all of the subjects were not killed.
2: That is is—that is very good to know. If you could include that in the data that you're compiling for me, in the names of the subjects, if you have them. I will include what my records show, but most of them would be numbers, not so much names. Numbers and descriptions, if you could. I will send you everything I have, Master. Thank you.
0: And he heads back to the medbay.
2: And Tazi heads to the kitchen to try and scrape together a little bit of chow uh, for Isla which consists of some blue milk that's right on the edge of expiration, <laughs> and uh, and what appears to be some kind of uh, reconstituted starch so Tazi brings back a very a very light light kind of meal like a it's a very light food it's got nutrients but it's not flavor heavy again it's just something light to help her come out
0: Okay,
2: um uh I uh here, it's 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 not great, but uh, it's it's what we've got. Uh, the milk is still good. I warmed it up a little, so it shouldn't have that. It shouldn't have the aftertaste.
3: All right, just set it down.
2: Okay, and I'm gonna put it right here. Um, rest. Try to relax. I, I you know, I've got my calm. I'm trying to help Corel get the ship ready to go, so we can get out of here. I want to get. I want to get off this ship and away from Ryloth.
3: Lizzie is doing the animal thing when they realize someone's in distress, she's curled up in Isla's lap, doing the lizard monkey equivalent of purring.
2: Tazzy kind of smiles at Lizzie and Uh that's it's fine. No, you're good, you're good. Don't uh, don't get up. You're fine. No, you're you're good, don't get up. Um Lizzie apparently will keep you company. I uh I'll be available if you need me, just hit me on the comm, okay?
3: Thank you, Tazi.
2: Hey, yeah don't thank me. This is this is what we do. And he bends down and gives her like a little a light kiss on the forehead. And then uh we'll kind of
3: I look at Lizzie and just kind of pat her on the head and go, I I really don't deserve him.
0: And the camera shifts over to Corell and A one
1: on the hall. No, I actually have no idea how he actually got part of his flight suit welded to the hull, A1. I mean, at least it's shiny. Well, yeah, I mean... I actually didn't think he was going to wear the white one anymore, but still. Now it says Tazi on one of the panels. Maybe
0: we should teach him how to weld, or...
1: Well, I don't want to hurt his feelings, because that's what Isla was trying to do.
0: Well, I mean, probably could have done better if he was using both hands.
1: Was that a joke? no! Well, I'm sure he was drinking with one and welding with the other. Okay, it would've been funnier if it was a joke, to be fair. I'll try next time. Okay, that's a good idea. Look, do we have any more spare panels downstairs? N- no Well, I mean, maybe we could take pieces off one of the drop pods. could try.
0: Or, uh, maybe you could fill out a requisition form with this-
1: Well, I mean, I guess I could, but you're right here. I figured I didn't need the form.
0: No, not with me, with the Republic.
1: Oh! Oh, well, yeah, I guess... Oh, that's not a bad idea, actually. I mean, we did... Yeah, I guess. I mean, if we got to... Yeah, we have to get back... Okay, why don't we do that, um... Oh! um, Can you also see if we need anything inside the ship? While I'm, you know, asking for a little, I might as well ask for more. Oh, sure. Okay, um, I will go find out who the Quartermaster is, and... Start that. Can you go do that real quick, and I'll meet you back here when I get done? Sure. Okay. So that Corell gets up and just steps off the hull and falls, landing like she doesn't even notice it, and jogs across the hangar bay towards the lift.
0: All right. And the camera follows Corell as she goes up the lift and steps out onto the deck where you would go talk to a quartermaster.
1: Carl walks down the hall and goes past a couple doors and comes up on... Basically, the end of a queue of about looks like 30 to 40 different clone troopers of different ranks, and she kind of steps behind them and then looks to the left of one, sees the line stretch to a door you know, like a half door in the and just stands there and waits. And there's like it's not really a cutscene, but there's more like a time lapse scene where that she's standing at the end of this like 30 clone long line and then the neck it kind of fades and now she's sitting up against the wall looking at her fingernails and the line's a little shorter now the line's a little shorter and she's standing again with her arms crossed tapping her foot and it's about half as long and she's she's arguing into her calm with somebody you can't that we can't hear and then finally she gets to the door and there's a droid there Uh, hi, I need to requisition these parts, and I hand her my data, I transfer a file from my data pad to the the droid. Uh, requisition authorization, 47 stroke, Apple, Apple, y. am sorry, that does not seem to be registered on this ship at this time. Check your files under the uh, Jedi Council, override code Crimson Knight. Oh, yes, my apologies, ma'am. Thank you. We kind of need this in a hurry. Is there a wait time? 17.37 hours. Okay, well, we're in the main hangar bay parking slot 26. If we can get that delivered, please. We will do our best. All right. Well, thank you very much. The gets out of line and heads back towards the... Starts walking back towards the lift and keys up her comm.
2: You're, you're a go for Tazi.
1: Oh, you sound in a better mood. I mean... Oh, Kirk, it's been like three hours. Sorry. Uh, I've been in a very long line. Uh, I've got some parts coming our way. It's going to be another 17.37, and she checks her comm, 0.36 hours. But then we'll have the replacement hull plating, some new food, and such like that.
2: That's um, that's an awfully long time. Well, that's... Like, you don't have any... You're a Jedi Knight now. You don't have any pull here.
1: That's with Jedi Knight pull. Uh... I just waited in a line with like thirty or forty clone yeah. troopers for two and a half to three yeah. hours. Why
2: didn't you just cut to the front of the line? You're a Jedi.
1: Well, that would have been rude.
2: Uh, I think the clone troopers would have expected a Jedi to move to the front of the line.
1: Well, I'm not rude, and it's not like it's life or death. I mean, this
2: is Corel, right?
1: Corel stabs the close button on our commas. the lift doors close, and we swipe away.
0: Uh, camera cuts over to Tazi. Uh, you're in the cockpit and the file from 11-D4 has come through. It's quite a large file.
2: Uh, Tazi opens the file on his display screen and starts scrolling through the details. He gets about an eighth of the way in and stops and like pulls the flask from out underneath the console and takes a really big swig and kind of leans forward on the console with like his hand on his chin like reading the details.
0: Okay. Most of what you get talks about Plagueis worked with Huntress to design a gas that affects the brain chemistry so it can block certain neural paths, but it can't be detected by normal medical scans. 11D4 could detect it because he was an assistant on the project. He was involved with helping develop the gas. You also get through that and you read the description of the event that Isla described, and it describes how the Huntress went rogue and started a riot in the prison area under Plagueis' lab. She escaped with a female, and it says Subject X1 and Subject X2. Plagueis, using the gas, was able to subdue the rest of the creatures and get the majority of them back into their cages, other than the few that were lost. And it's very sterile, very factual writing. It's written as if a medical droid had written it, so you get the facts, but you don't get any colorful details.
2: After finishing reading this log file, Tazi leans back in the pilot's seat and takes another swig off the flask. Huntress. Huntress. And he just sits there kind of in silence, staring out the cockpit window into the into the the bay where all the work is going on on the ships and Huntress. Huntress.
1: The camera shifts around So it's panning It's looking at Tazi And then it pans And Corelle's standing behind him In the entryway Where she just walked up And her face is kind of pale So her blue is kind of washed out Tazi?
2: Oh, oh uh, God, you cannot sneak up on me like that
1: You just What was that? What were you talking about?
2: Talking about what?
1: You said Huntress
2: Yeah, I'm reading a, a log file Uh, d4 sent over of the uh what uh, apparently well the experiments
1: on isla yeah oh okay so crow looks behind her steps onto the bridge and shuts the door behind her she turns and sits in the co-pilot seat and kind of folds her hands in her lap and then Puts it between her knees, so she's kind of leaning
2: forward. What, what's wrong, you? You, when, you? look pale.
1: Remember, I told you about the vision I had. The test that I undertook.
2: Well, I mean, yeah, you didn't tell me a lot about it, but yeah, I know you you had one
1: right before Isla killed you. She said to call her Darth Huntress.
2: Well, I, I guess that would make that would make sense. Uh, she's in this file. There's references to Darth Plagueis. Plagueis, yes. Pl- okay, Plagueis and um his his uh basically his hunter, the person that collected people for him to experiment Which on
1: was Isla. Yeah, yes. and and
2: apparently she was called the huntress. I wonder but she didn't remember any of that.
1: I know. And again, I do not believe that they are the same physical being, but yeah, yeah. what Isla is now is not what she was then. It is just I still am not sure if the force intended this to be a warning or not.
2: Well, I don't look. I mean, it's 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 not who she is now. It's who she was, right? That's what we. That's how we have been taking this whole thing.
1: And, I understand.
2: And and I, uh, I while well, I, you know, I find it difficult to believe that the Isla I know would ever be associated with this. That's because the Isla I know is not the Huntress. So. That's how, I mean, I guess that's how I'm dealing with it.
1: And I understand. It's just, you'll understand it was slightly alarming. No, to, I, it, I mean, okay, I, intellectually, I know that it was a force vision that Master Yoda was guiding it, but also the force had a hand in guiding it. So, well, obviously there were pieces of it that may that came to pass or are from actual parts of our shared histories. So, I mean, I, I, I
2: maybe. I mean, you you didn't know about Huntress. So, how did the Jedi know about Huntress?
1: That is the part that I'm sure was from the Force.
2: I, I, I don't know. I just the, I just got this and read it. I'm, I was just trying to kind of. Um,
1: Where did One One D Four get all this?
2: Well, One One D Four assisted in the procedures. Ah, we never wiped his memory. We just. Uh, you know, a one just kind of cleared out all the torture and murdery the murdery bits. bits. Yeah. So, so I mean, uh. that's that we have one One D four has records of that time with the huntress. And I asked him to compile some of that data into a, just a log file. So it was easier to parse than trying to have a conversation with him about does, it.
1: Does he know anything about what happened to her?
2: So, uh, so when D four when she fell into like her dream state or coma or whatever it was, D four said that she, her brain was fighting the effects of a gas, that caused her to lose her memory. Um, something about the damage looked like it was twelve years old. I'm not. Wait. So the when was she re- exposed to the gas? Was that done, Ryloth? No, 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 no. No. Um, the gas was twelve years ago. And she passed out because of twelve year old gas that's that's what i I was trying to figure that out too but I think what happened is like the her brain kind of went into like a shutdown mode in response to trying to heal some of that damage from twelve years ago
1: because she was exposed to gas here
2: no but there was no gas here it may have been i think I think it might have been traumatic the experience of meeting that The Zextos. The Zextos that tried to kill her, you know, Ah. and uh, it was all related to her past. That probably had something to do with it. But yeah, so her her incident, her unconsciousness, her passing out was due to that reaction from that exposure 12 years ago.
1: Okay, this is still confusing, but I think I got it. She passed out due to gas she was experiencing 12 years ago,
2: but... Not gas she was experiencing, gas she was exposed to. That okay. was designed by... So
1: she created this gas 12 years ago and exposed herself to it
2: so she could be unconscious 12 years later. No, no, this, uh, I am not explaining this well. Why don't you...
1: Can I read that?
2: Yeah. Um, well, I, I want to give it to Isla first and let her decide.
1: The, okay. That I understand. It's just, I don't
2: have a problem with you reading it, but it is... Kind of personal information for her, so. Well, it's
1: medical information too. I mean, there's probably stuff that Ko wrote and everything.
2: Well, apparently Ko didn't keep very good notes, so.
1: No, don't he had some, He had a few scary files, but you know, medical-wise, it was. Yeah. I mean, he kept track of certain the, the, hormonal the little changes of, in- of people on the ship.
2: But, the little you know, bit of information he found on your mom was the, kind
1: of overboard. You know, I, I want but no,
2: let's not. We're not going to talk about that.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, that's nope, neither here nor there. Talk about it. No, I agree. No. Okay. We're not talking about
2: the good. Okay, so I'm going to give this to Isla, and Isla will will decide who gets it from here on out. Uh, I just wanted D4 to compile it, so again, it wasn't us trying to have a conversation with D4.
1: Okay, that that's fine. Um, just I don't know. I don't think this is over.
2: No, I don't think it is either. Um, I mean,
1: Plagueis she, is dead. Titus is dead. There should be no one with a hold on her, but.
2: But it, it she's very upset about her past and kind of finding this out. She she's she's recovered some memories in that time she was away in her little her, her coma. Um some of that damage did heal, so she remembers some things from that time and it's she's in her chambers right now. She's in her bedroom. I gave her some the best I could do for food. Like, to just kind of help you her. You didn't use the milk, did you? It's, 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 no, it's still good. The milk is fine. It expired three no, no, days ago. it did not expire three days ago. It, that's not an eight. That was a six. <sighs> Whatever. Just, okay, Tazi, promise me one thing. What?
1: That I know you're close to Isla, but she's going through a lot right now that is, you said she yourself, she is very upset. That kind of emotional turmoil can turn to anger, which could Lead her back to where she was. If things get out of hand, you call me.
2: I, to be perfectly honest, I would appreciate it if you would present her with this data file. Okay. She doesn't want to see D4 right now, and uh, I think she could use your expertise on this.
1: Okay. I mean, she holds out a hand for the data pad.
2: Hold on, I, mean, I got I to transfer it. Hold on. And Tazi grabs a data pad off the console and throws the file in there for you. Pearl wipes the data pad off. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sorry there's some
1: There's crumbs, yes. I know. Yeah, yeah,
2: I, I gotta clean up up here. Yeah, a little bit. That
1: would be helpful. Alright, I I will go I will go talk to her.
2: Yeah, if you could I, I mean I I think she needs to see I mean she needs to talk to somebody else. I mean I can I can help a bit, but this is something, I think, a little bit more closer to your purview and with your experience in the forest and your dreams. And like, you know, I I, I think you
1: sell yourself a little short, Tazi, uh, but right now she has someone who loves her and is supporting her.
2: Yeah, yeah, I know. But sometimes you need somebody who can be a little bit more objective. Not always.
1: Sometimes maybe you could you would like it, but that the support you are giving her should not be underestimated. No,
2: no, I'm I'm not selling myself short. I'm pretty great. But she needs to talk to you. Very well. Thank right, you. I will go talk to her. Thank you. As Corel walks out of the cockpit, Tazi keys up his comm. Uh, A- A1. Oh, no, uh, yeah? So, uh, Corel told me it's going to be like another 17 hours before we can leave.
1: 17.14!
2: Yeah. Thank you. Can you see what you can do about cutting down that time? Sure. If you could, uh, somehow bump us up the requisition list, um, that would be swell got it just uh just let me know if that time changes at all you know do what you can I'll be up here uh, just monitoring the cockpit I got some cleaning to do apparently so I'll do that too gotcha wink wink
0: alright so we see A1 plug in and the camera cuts over to Corel standing outside of Isla's room
3: who is it
1: uh Isla it's Corel. can I are you decent can I speak to you for a few minutes
3: yeah, you you can come in.
1: Curl opens the door and walks in, closing it behind her. Are you feeling any better? You haven't touched your meal.
3: Yeah, I'm not. I'm just not. I'm not hungry. Yeah, I told him the milk was, it had gone
1: a couple of days ago, but he said it that was a, it was a, not a six. It was an eight, so.
3: Um, um
1: I don't. Sorry, sorry. That's neither no. here nor there. And Curl walks over and kind of hooks a foot out and grabs a chair, pulling it over towards the bed. Krell sits down on a chair, and she's holding a data pad. <sighs> so, 11-D4 had uh, a file that Tazi said you would need to see. And she just hands you the data pad. And he thought it would be better coming from me. I don't know what's on it, but... Yeah, so, if you have any questions, I may or may not be able to help you.
3: Krell, um... Like, he and I have already spent time in the snuggle pod, so... No, like, no, no, it's not I that get kind that of you're data, trying to data pad. I, this has to do with your memories. Oh! And apparently
1: one one d 4 was back there when you were Darth Huntress and things... It's about your past. And you notice Corell kind of pales and then blushes a little bit, but she just shuts up.
3: So Tazi told you, I guess...
1: He did not say no. Actually, he told me you would be telling me. It would be up to you to tell me.
3: Well, I'm... I don't know. Uh, how judgmental are Jedi normally?
1: Uh, not really all that normal, if you haven't gathered that by now. It's
3: just... um, I just... I'm trying to dig through memories... Some of which are fake, some of which are real. I'm not sure how, but I do know that I did a lot of bad criff.
1: Okay, well, you explained that. that I mean, you captured beings and people for Darth Plagueis and for Titus.
3: Yeah, but it it's one thing to, to know that in your head, and it's another to... To suddenly feel that embodiment? And I remembered being in a lab, surrounded by people I had kidnapped and stolen for Darth Plagueis.
1: And how does that make you feel?
3: Unredeemable.
1: There is no such thing, but that's not how you... I don't think that's how you feel.
3: Well... For each one of those individuals, there are dozens more of people like the Zectos we met whose lives were completely disrupted. I understand. I, I, I can't even even ex- explain how overwhelming it is to feel that there were these ripple effects throughout hundreds of places in the galaxy that just suddenly had these holes torn in them. All to
1: and some of what you are feeling is the holes that you're tearing in yourself. Because you cannot understand how that would happen. How you how you could do that. I don't remember. I'm not asking you to remember. I'm asking you how you feel. Right now, you are all but shouting your emotions. And what I hear is someone in despair. Someone who feels completely hopeless, like they've crossed lines that cannot be recrossed. I would actually tell you this, that if you're feeling that badly about what has happened, there is a way back. Only the true darkest person, the darkest evil, would have no remorse over what they'd done. You can't change what's in the past. There's no such thing as time travel. But you can make up for what you've done. You can move forward and do better. It doesn't erase the pain, but it's a way to make up for it. You just have to find some
3: redemption. Well, and it's not just that. It's also my... I, I literally reprogrammed myself so that I wouldn't remember. Maybe I was trying to spare myself this despair, but... <laughs> I'm having a really hard time differentiating between... the, the fake memories and the real memories, Corel.
1: Well, it sounds to me like who you are now... And the pain you are going through is the real you. My thought is that Darth Huntress wished to purge herself.
3: Uh, no, I was just the Huntress. Ah, um, sorry, my mistake. I, I if I, oh my gosh, if I was at the, the, the Darth stage, I oh, would yeah. probably be irredeemable. Uh, yeah, totally, I mean, there's, there's, yeah. Uh, I mean, I can't
1: imagine a Darth ever wanting to, you know, do this. And maybe, maybe what was happening was this was Huntress's way of purging the weakness out of herself. She wanted to try and destroy the feelings of empathy and the pain that was causing her, and it backfired. Master Yoda has this phrase, evil turns upon itself. Actually, he says it a little backwards, but I'm translating here. Maybe Huntress got what she deserved, and what is left is Isla. And you have to, unfortunately, deal with the pain that you brought and find a way back.
3: That's not my name, Corell.
1: It's how we know you, Isla. The Huntress is dead.
3: No, that wasn't my name, either. Well... I, I don't know. I don't even know my own name. And it's...
1: If Isla is who you want to be, the caring, brave flawed person that I've known for the past six months, then that is who you are. I mean, you did not know Keo very well, but that wasn't his name. He reinvented himself. And when his past caught up with him, he had to make a decision as to whether or not he was going to face it head-on or run away. And, well, he actually ran away to face it head-on, so maybe this isn't the best uh, you know, the best analogy here, but K.O. is still K.O. because of the choices he made. You are Isla to us, and if you wish to change that, that is fine. I would just ask that you don't go back to Huntress, because you still have that choice. Only the dead have no choices.
3: I mean, you're right, Corel. I do that occasionally. A1 can probably give you dates. Um, yeah, let me... Let me go ahead and look through this. It'll be interesting to know.
1: If you would like, I will stay here and wait for you if you need anything.
3: No, it's all right. Um, I know that the ship still needs repairs. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. Um, on a side note, please don't teach Tazi anything mechanical. He compromised a good portion of the hull and somehow welded part of his sparkly Tazi jumpsuit into the hull.
3: I'm sorry, I tried. I think maybe
1: you're just a little distracting so he doesn't learn. Uh, We have stuff coming in uh, about 17.02 hours. We should have some more supplies and we can fix it. But, um, crawl stands. I just want you to know that you are important to Tazi. You're important to me. Not in the same way, of course. But you belong here. I know you've done things in your past. All of us have. I mean, not to belittle what you've gone through because it's Not great, but we're going to help you if you want it. I'll be next door meditating if you need anything.
3: Thank you, Corel.
1: You're welcome. And she just walks out.
3: As the door closes, the smile falls off of Isla's face as she begins scanning through.
0: Camera cuts over to Tazi in the uh, cockpit. Your comm goes off.
3: Uh,
2: Uh, go for Tazi. Uh, looks like supplies should be there within three to four hours. Um, uh, thank you for your diligence on this, and let's not mention it to anybody. Mention it to who? Exactly. Wink. Wink.
0: All right, swipe over to Carell. What are you doing?
1: Carol
2: goes back to her room
1: and tries to meditate, and she's feeling kind of fidgety because she's got a lot of nervous energy, and she decides to go and try and look at the hull to see if there's anything else she can do, so she's heading that way.
0: Okay. As you're stepping out of the ship, one one d 4 walks past you at a quick pace, heading towards the cockpit.
1: Curl shrugs and just yep. walks down the ramp.
0: Uh, as you walk down the ramp, you happen to notice there's a shipment showing up.
1: Curl checks her comm to make sure she didn't fall asleep and walks up to the droid with the pallet. It's like, um, excuse me. Is is that for the, uh, the the ship? Yes, ma'am. Order of the Jedi Knight. Oh. It's Fine, well, here, please. Awesome. Thank you. And Curl takes the data pad and looks at it. It's like, you know, Okay, let's see, armor panels, uh, okay, food supplies, oh, a hollow unit, okay, hollow unit, whatever, okay, why does this say Ela Sakura on it? Eh, Corral scribbles something illegible and hands it back. Okay, uh, you can leave it here, I'll, I'll get it loaded, thank you. Thank, thank you, ma'am. ma'am. And once the thing rolls away, she taps her wrist. A1? Y- yeah? Where are you? Over
0: here with the clones. And you look over and he's on the other side of the hangar. There's a small circle of clones around him. And they seem to all be looking toward the center of a circle.
1: And is A1 in the center of the circle?
0: Oh, he's in part of the circle. Oh, okay.
1: Oh, okay. And Curl start turns and starts walking over towards the circle. Uh, And she's obviously talking while walking and being extra slow about it. Okay, so we just got a delivery a little early. I just was wondering if you were doing anything that perhaps I could assist you with or take part in. What are you doing over here? And she, then she hangs up, because she's now within earshot. Okay. What, and what, what's going on when she gets up to the circle?
0: They're playing Hintaro.
1: They're rolling dice. Yeah, I mean, you, you could roll dice with us. Uh, I look around at the clones, and they're all, like, low-ranking clones. Yeah.
0: Okay, Just a bunch of troopers that are obviously have a, a break.
1: Curl walks up. It's like, uh, troopers.
0: They all snap to attention and salute. Uh, yes, yeah, simultaneously.
1: Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Carl gives like a half salute because she's surprised. Uh, you guys know that he's not really the most trustworthy droid when it comes to dice and probability, right? Hey, a one. What? I've been losing. Huh? Oh, I get it. So they would bet more, and then you'd pull the switch on them. Uh, why don't you guys go about your business? I uh, I need to have a little word with A one here.
0: They all kind of look at you and look at A1 a little confused. Yes, ma'am. And they disperse.
1: A1, come here. What? I can't cheat at dice. They're weighted. You just throw them. Uh Uh-huh. Sure. But you can cheat at people. But that's neither her nor there. Did you modify my work order? Nope. Uh Uh-huh. Why did it come addressed to General Aila Segura? Maybe she likes us. Maybe she's not even on this ship. I don't know where she is. I don't keep track of her. Uh, yeah, well, I'm sure you know where where Ko is and where she, he is. She, you know what? That's neither here nor there. Come help me get this unloaded. Oh, okay. Plus, they apparently sent over some sort of new hollow unit. I don't know why, but whatever. You'd have to ask Ayla. A1 A- A- just starts rolling. Pearl sure. just shakes her head and follows A1.
0: Swipe over to back in the ship. See Tazi sitting in the cockpit. One One D4 comes into the cockpit. Master.
2: Um, yeah, D4. What do you What do you need? I think I have a solution to
0: Isla's memory issues.
2: When you when you say solution, can you be more specific?
0: Yes. It seems when we designed the gas, we did not take into account her ability with the force.
2: What does that? What does that do? Like what should that? It's a gas. How why? How, how why would the force matter?
0: People who are strong with the force have a unique physiology. It allows them to be in tune with the force. I believe. Her unique physiology allows her to counteract the results of the gas. Must happen when there's strong emotion or trauma that happens to her.
2: So, uh, So what you're telling me is that the only way to heal the damage is to put her through more trauma?
0: I am not an expert with force users, but I do remember my former master meditating to try to repair his body. Perhaps she could do the same?
2: I, I mean, I... I it's certainly worth a try. Um that's and this is more than we've known so far. So I mean thank you. Uh that's helpful information. Um if you come across any other possible solutions to her issue, uh, please please bring them to me. Um you are not to have any further contact with Isla unless she initiates. Understood. As you command, Master. Thank you. He
0: bows his head and walks back towards the medbay.
2: Tasa takes another pull from the flask, uh, swallows hard, and stands up from the chair. Uh, on standing from the chair, he again kind of straightens his his jacket a bit and heads back to Isla's quarters. Knocks on the doorframe. Hey, are you uh, you decent?
3: Why does everyone keep asking me that?
2: Well, I mean, it, you know, I'm. I mean, I'm. If you're not, I'll still come in. That's fine. I just wanted to give you the option.
3: No, you can come in. It's all right.
2: Um. So, D4 came to me because he thinks he may have a, a solution or a remedy for your memory issues based on what he knew of your particular physiology and your, uh, your I guess, the, the Force abilities that you have. Your connection to the Force.
3: Well, what does that have to do with anything?
2: He thinks that's why you're actually regaining some of these memories. I mean, you know, the, the gas the gas apparently from what he said, the gas wasn't tested on force users, so it wasn't designed to overcome their abilities.
3: Well no, of course it wasn't.
2: That being said, he said that his former master would sometimes go into deep meditation to try and, and heal themselves from damage or fatigue or that type of thing. So D4 maybe suggested uh Meditation could help you heal the damage that the gas did, and and kind of regain regain those sections of memory.
3: Well, I'm not very good at it.
2: Well, I mean, you have. I mean, Corell can certainly help. Yes, she's the she- she's the closest thing we've got to you know. Well, she is a Jedi Knight after all, and she knows something a little bit about meditation, right?
3: Right. Yes.
2: So, but I mean, I just does. I just wanted. Yeah, you know, again, I, I know you've got a lot on your you are trying to deal with a lot right now but i just thought that this might be a way for you to you know kind of regain the memories at your at your pace and under your own control it sounds like these gaps being filled in it's it's it maybe due to like trauma or or uh, like stressful things you know like uh, you know being confronted by this guy who's trying to kill you because of this thing that happened in the past caused you to kind of have a an episode Right, and if you can regain the memories through some maybe peaceful meditation at your own pace, that's better than you having to deal with it in this traumatic way and i don't I don't want you to have to go through that again ever
3: well i mean I suppose that's fair
2: i mean you d i mean i guess do you do you want those memories back i mean that's really a, it's your call um i just i just wanted you to know um you know he i told d four that He's not to, to approach you unless you initiate contact with him, so you won't have to deal with D four again if you don't want to. Thank you. No, no that, that's that's fine. He he's he's a droid. He understands the command, so he's. I, I don't think it hurt his feelings or anything like that. He he just he agreed. So, um, so yes, so you don't have to deal with D four. Um, I I don't know. I don't know what else I can do. Uh, um, whatever I can do to help, I I I will. But I I you know a lot of this is up to you and I'll do, I'll do whatever I can do to help. And if you don't want to deal with these memories, if you don't want to go back to that time in your life, I totally get it. I, you know, I, we've all got things in our past that we wish we could, we could forget. And you know, maybe you're lucky that you, maybe this memory loss was kind of lucky because you didn't have to, to remember them. I don't know. I I don't know, but, uh, but uh, I'm, I'll, I'll help in whatever way I can. And Tazzy reaches down and just kind of takes your hand.
3: Isla smiles up at him. Thank you, Tazi.
2: Uh, hey, how, how are you doing? You feel any? But how did the? How was the milk? Wait, you, you didn't, you didn't touch. Okay, yeah, no, no you're good. No, I'm. That's okay. I'm just,
3: am I'm, I'm really not hungry.
2: No, I don't, I don't blame you. I mean, you know, you gotta be, you know, you gotta be in the mood for blue milk. I mean, that's not.
3: That's well, no, not, I'm just not hungry at all. So.
2: No, I know. It, it's just, you know, it my default you know you came out of a stressful situation and i assumed you'd want to eat um i uh, you know i'll take it away it's uh, it's it's just going to get funky sitting there and you know i'll just i'll get it out of here for you thanks do you you need anything else
3: no i think i'm just gonna sleep for a while
2: okay we should be underway in the next few hours i'll, I'll wake you up before we leave
3: all right thank you is is everything all right with the ship and everything oh, oh, i don't need to
2: yeah yeah we're we're fine we're fine you know okay uh, Carell used a little bit of her clout to get us some supplies, and, uh, and, you know, it should be here in a few hours. You know, she's a Jedi Knight now, so, they you know, they, they respect her.
1: Behind Tazi, Isla sees Carell walking past, and she's got what looks like a huge box that says, How to display 14.2. So real, you can't tell the difference. And
2: she walks by, heading towards her room.
3: Oh, that's not fair. She meditates yeah, way more than I do. I wanted the. I I could use that.
2: Well, I mean, I, I think that I don't know if that's maybe that's a Jedi thing. Maybe she gets that so she can have communications. I don't know. It was in the. It was. I don't. We didn't ask for one of those. That's. Anyway. Um. But yeah. So she. Where'd that come from? Uh. Um. Anyway. Yeah. No. No. The ship is fine. We're fine. Everything's fine. Um. Just rest. We'll uh, we'll take care of getting everything ready to go, and then I'll just I'll wake you up before before we leave. Thank you. No problem. And he gives her hand to squeeze, and then he uh,
3: don't don't weld. Wait, what? Don't just leave the welding to Corel.
2: I thought you said I, I did. What? I thought you said I did a good job.
3: Yes, but since I taught you, I don't want um, you know, Corel doesn't know how much I taught you. I don't want her to be distracted.
2: Um, oh, yeah, 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 I don't want to, yeah, I'm not trying to get in her way, I'll, I'm sure, you know, I was only welding because she was busy, that yeah, was all, so, you know, that's fine, I, I, you know, if, if she gets busy, I'll take over and I'll weld in her place if there's something that pops up, you know.
3: Yeah, that would be fine.
2: Yeah, it's okay. It was a lot of fun, actually. I actually enjoyed it, I, you know, I don't do a whole lot with my hands, that was, uh, that was, that was a lot of fun, strangely, it was weird to get my hands dirty. Are these things, are these, are these, are these uh, little rough spots on my hand where they come off?
3: Uh, those are called calluses.
2: Yeah, but well, they come off though.
3: They shouldn't come off.
2: You mean they're there permanently?
3: Well, I mean, you build them up, and they they usually well, stay as long as you keep doing the same things.
2: Well, I know, but but my hands were—I mean, I had you know—I don't know—I just didn't want things to get in the way.
3: Oh, oh, you do have a couple of blisters though.
2: Yeah, well, those—I mean, those will heal. The blisters will heal. I mean, just talking about this, yeah. these calluses or where they're called. I mean. My hands were nice and smooth before.
3: Yes, I'm aware of that.
2: Well, if you like smooth hands, we gotta get rid of these calluses.
3: <laughs> I think uh, D four can help with that.
2: All right, I'll I'll, I'll ask him. Uh, get some rest. I'll uh, I'll come back and let you. I'll come back and wake you.
0: Uh, camera cuts over to Corel, and your comm goes off.
2: Corel's actually in
1: the uh, escape pod, and she looks like she's setting up some electronics when her comm goes off, and she looks down at, kind of irritated. Yeah. Oh, uh, hello. Who's this? Detention Officer One Seven Two Nine. Wondering what you'd like done with your prisoner. Ah, he should be remanded over to Republic custody for attempted murder. So probably sent back to Coruscant uh, on the next on the next supply ship. And Carl stops and looks around her, and she looks like she's installing this hollow suite in the escape pod, and. In her mind's eye, she kind of remembers when Titus was laying here and being held prisoner. And then in her mind's eye, you can see the camera kind of sees now it's the Zextos, except now the Zextos is playing holo games and having way too much fun. Carl shakes herself and the scene fades. Yeah, definitely send him back on the next cargo ship to Coruscant, under guard. I will put that down, ma'am. Very well. We are getting ready to leave. This is a battleship. I'm not sure when our next cargo ship will be going from here to Coruscant. Well, he needs to stand trial, so... Um, whenever that happens, that happens. Very well. We will need a report Uh, I already submitted one? Uh, I submitted it to General Skywalker, though. You can ask him. Well, will do, ma'am. Very well. And when did you say we were leaving? Well, within an hour, it says. Excellent. Thank you for your report. Good job. Thank you. Coral hangs up. Drops what she's doing, leaving the uh, leaving the escape pod, shutting the door behind her, and goes in search of Tazi, and bumps into him as she, as he's leaving Isla's room.
2: Oh, hey Tazi! Oh, hey, yeah. What's going on? Um,
1: they are le- we're going to be leaving here with uh, the well. Okay, the Republic is actually leaving Ryloth here within an hour, so A One's loading everything. I, we don't have time to finish the repairs, so we need to go. Just let's not get into any combat. Oh, yeah. The ship should be fine at that point. I'm,
2: yeah, we're not. I'm. As far as I'm concerned, we're not fighting anybody. We just right. need to get out of here. I
1: mean, if we take any more damage, we're going to pop stuff and... In- Things will be bad. That doesn't sound good. No, it doesn't. But we don't have the time right now, unless we want to go with them to wherever they're going.
2: And we don't. So no, we uh, yeah, need to get back to
1: Coruscant. I'm going fine. to send a message to Master Thal and let him know that we are on route and uh, we'll be ready to go right after A1 finishes loading
2: everything. No, it's fine. I, I you know, I told Isla's going to get some sleep. I told her I'd wake her up when we were leaving, but I'm just, I'll just let her sleep. We're, we should be, we can leave here fine. She's fine.
1: Oh yeah, totally. She that she needs her rest.
2: Yeah. All right. I'll see you in, on the bridge. Yeah, I'll um, I'll um, yeah, I'll see you on the bridge. Okay. So Tazi kind of uh, turns away from Correll and starts walking back toward the bridge. Corell turns and follows right behind, looking confused. But and then, as Tazi makes the turn toward the cockpit and stops and looks down at his hands, uh, Correll runs into him. Oops, yeah. And the milk goes tumbling off the uh, the uh, the tray onto the floor. Um, I, I thought you were going to the. I well I. The, the it's yeah, I that gotta we? get rid of this. Um, yeah. Call Z. he can mop it that. No, down. no, go ahead. I'll take care of it. Go ahead and get Okay, get I can pre little to call.
1: And, and I'll pre-flight and, yeah, coordinate. Get the pre Astrogate, yep. Yep, good. Bye.
2: Yep.
0: This episode's Patreon backer is Nathan Bailey. Thank you, Nathan. See you soon.
2: Redemption is played using the Star Wars role-playing game system by Fantasy Flight Games and Lucas Books. If you enjoy Redemption, please reach out to us on social media. Our Facebook and Twitter pages can be found at Redemption Pod, and we have our website as well, RedemptionPodcast.com. Please look for us on Instagram as well. We recently started an account with Redemption Podcast. Review the show for us on iTunes, Stitcher, or other podcasting applications you may use. This does help people locate the podcast, and it does spread the word for us so more people can hear our thrilling story. If you're enjoying the story that Redemption tells and would like to offer us some support, we do have a Patreon page at patreon.com redemption. All funds collected from the page are used to help us upgrade our equipment and make sure we're telling uh, the best story we can with the best quality
3: equipment that we can. Thank you very much.